0: Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini-teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. We're on a car ferry, Upper Peninsula of Michigan. To the lower peninsula and back and forth. The upper peninsula of Michigan at one time was the wealthiest part of Michigan. The fur trade was active and the, the funds were streaming out of the upper peninsula. The mining and were in the early stages and was active. It was an important part of the Great Lakes. It was a time of bonanza in those early days. Some of the old buildings in the upper peninsula. Explained past glorious days of wealth. They even threw, thought about making the capital of Michigan in the Upper Peninsula because it was, but it never really happened. But the thought was there. For the Car Ferry employees, this was a routine event. It was uh, kind of repetitive. It wasn't. It, It was difficult at times, it required a lot of work, but it was still just routine. But the passengers, on the other hand, many times, it was a new experience, they were excited, the children were overwhelmed, we were on a boat, they thought it was the greatest experience they'd ever had and many of them, it would be an experience they would continue to have for the rest of their lives. The quest of the overview is to explain to a doubting heart what a new heart looks like, that we can have new beginnings. We have a plan to show you through the stories many aspects of God's dealing with the human race in the past, in the present, and in the future. God the Father had a plan. Jesus enacted the plan, and the Holy Ghost empowered the plan. We're in the book of Matthew. We're dealing with the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount is to a large group of people, but we're looking at it as if Jesus is talking just to you. And we're dealing with ask, seek, and knock. Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. To the one that seeks, finds, and to the one that knocks, the door will be open. Which of one of you who asks, your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a snake? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? Though you are evil, you know how to give this to your children, How much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those that ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For the sum up of the law and the prophets is this. This is a constant, constant exercise that we have to ask, seek, knock. We could call this consistent prayer. In James 4, 2 through 3, you desire but you do not have, so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God, but when you ask, you do not receive because you ask in the wrong motives. And what you may spend what you have you get no pleasure out of. Genesis 32, 26. Then the man said, let me go. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go until you bless me. When we ask, we ask in prayer. When we ask, we can be general request, or it can be a specific request. I can paint on my request on the canvas of my imagination in the name of the Lord. I see another outcome. My expectation is fixed on the outcome. When the Lord answers, I have not fixed myself on the outcome the way the Lord has answered. You get the problem. The problem is we fix our minds and our imaginations on an answer and the Lord's answer comes a little bit different way. And we have no concept of our answer being met. The word seek is to give us the idea that we know what we're looking for. Matthew eight twenty-eight, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Knock is a prolonged process. When you're at the door, sometimes you ring the bell or knock and there's no answer. You think, oh well, no one's at home. But if you knock a little longer and become persistent, you find yourself waiting. You knock some more and eventually the door is open. Someone answers and says, we were preoccupied at the moment We heard you knocking. Momentarily, we were coming to the door. This is a parallel to who we are when we pray. In verse 7 and 8, prayer is a relationship. Prayer is ineffective unless you can view the Lord as your friend. He's someone who hears you and appreciate you, he is someone who is looking for your best good. Get the picture of how God is for you. First Peter five one through eleven. God wants you to be not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, loading lording it over those entrusted to you but instead become an an example of the flock. The chief shepherd appears he will receive, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. You who are young should submit to the older. Clothe yourself with humility toward one another. Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may lift you up in time. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be alert and sober-minded. The enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in your faith. Under The word is undergoing the same kind of suffering and God of all grace who has called you His eternal glory in Christ. After you have suffered a little while with himself, restore you. And to him be power and forever and ever. Amen. Sometimes we feel like God is in heaven looking at us and making fun of our prayers. Getting back to the thought, God cares for us always answers our prayers. The difficulty we have with ask, seek, and knock is the timing. In our plan, we have a time schedule. In God's greater plan, the timing can be different. Asking, asking in prayer. Some people ask in prayer thinking God is deaf and they think they have to talk loud and repetitive so God can hear them. On the other hand, we have people who say, because God hears so keenly, we should only request one time. Somewhere in between is the satisfactory form of prayer. Asking, we pray. Seeking, we pray. Knocking, we persistently pray. I find great discomfort when people begin to, because of the time elapse, they begin to mock God and say, where are you at? They, why haven't you answered me yet? And the question is a poor question, a better one to say, I don't know, Lord, you know what the timing is and where the place is at. The why is to form doubt acknowledging that the Lord has greater wisdom than we have in any situation. Doubt is always wrong. We pray, we expect the Lord to teach us, to live with us, and to give us responsibilities in the process. Within the scope of our own lives, we're to rule with wisdom, activity, and become a finder. Instead of a loser. Persistence with God is not wrong. Repetitiveness is. Persistence is an act of faith. Repetitive is not. So I'm going to pray briefly for you today. That your, your whole understanding would be open to the fact that God cares. That he's wanting you to talk to him. Wanting him to get to be conversational with the Lord. Wanting you to have answers to your prayers. So in Jesus' name, I pray that there would be a sense of encouragement falling on the people who are listening to this right now. There would be a sense of encouragement that they'd rise up beyond where they're at now. They would begin to ask, seek, knock. They would be able to do it in the right proportions. Your great power would overshadow them. They would be a great understanding of the relationship they have with you during this time. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagewiththebible.org.